Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And I've got a question for you, and it's this. Do you want to be viewed as a honest and reputable online business owner? And if you say no, just just go ahead and stop this. <laughs> stop listening to the podcast. But if you are, stay tuned after this short break. We'll get into how in three main ways you can be viewed as honest and definitely someone you would want to work with. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for being here with me. I'm giving you an electronic fist bump as we speak. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you smash that subscribe button. So that way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes, Make sure you tell your peeps about this episode. I need your help to grow this community so that we can impact as many people as we can. Wink, wink. I need your support, in other words. Also, if you haven't done so already, let's be friends on social media. Make sure that you follow me, Denise G. Lee, on Twitter or Denise George Lee. There where I will inspire and motivate you to be the best version of yourself in all areas of your life. I'm a full believer. If you feel confident inside, you'll be able to transform not just yourself, but your community. So I want to make sure that you are fully supported. That being said, a lot of what I'm going to be talking to you about is going to be featured on my course, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity. Confidence, and Cash, and Clarity is a self-study six-week program where I dive into the basics about how to market with honesty and integrity and obviously with a lot of fun spiced into it. So you can only find that on denisechile.com. Click on the courses tab and find the class Confidence, Clarity, and Cash. I know you're going to love it. And with that being said, let's dive into today's episode. And actually, this was inspired by learning about more and more people who have had problems advertising on this one particular social media platform. I shouldn't call them a social media platform. They're really just a big gargantuan uh, silicon tech company. Um, it rhymes with booboo. <laughs> anyway, I was just reading about, you know, some people who are just having a lot of problems getting their ad accounts suspended and just all sorts of stuff. And it boggled my mind because I thought to myself, how can you mess this up? It's pretty easy to work with them. And I realized that part of the reason why is because they haven't learned what I'm I'm about to share with you. So this is a definitely a pen and paper exercise. And again, this is just part of what I will share in my course, Confidence, Cash and Clarity, because I want to make sure that you understand that this podcast in and with itself is just a springboard just to give you some things to think about, just some things to ponder in your brain, because I have definitely 
have some war wound of being suspended, having my accounts terminated, not with this particular one I'm talking about, but on another platform. And it's because I fail to understand the three main things I'm going to share with you. So you have the benefit of all the lessons learned that I did not have advantage of. And if I had to be totally honest with you, it was my pride of thinking that for whatever reason that I was too smart enough to not ask for help. And honestly, it was a lot of lack of confidence in myself that I could be able to utilize the tools that were available for me. Have you ever just thought about your life and realized that somebody was always offering you a lifeline, but you didn't really see it until it was too late? I think about the analogy of there is this hurricane and this man realized that his house was being flooded out and the, the storm surges were rising and rising and he was forced to evacuate to the top the roof of his house and he cried out to God and said God please help me I'm stuck on this roof and the water was still it was raining it was a storm and it was just a chaotic and frustrating situation and then somebody came on a speedboat and said hey hop on my speedboat get out of here and then after looking on the speedboat and not thinking that it was the miracle that was intended. He's like, no, I'm waiting on God's miracle. And then sometime later, somebody else came on a boat, a bigger boat, and said, hey, climb on my boat. I'll take you out of here. The water was still rising. And at this point, he he was literally partially submerged on top of the roof. He's like, no, I'm waiting for my miracle. I'm going to pray for my miracle. And then literally right before he was almost fully submerged, a helicopter came by and lowered down a ladder and said, here, reach out, climb up. I want to save you. And he said, no, this is not the what I expect a miracle is going to be. I'm expecting this miracle. And then unfortunately, the man drowned. And he blinked his eyes and left the world and came and went to heaven. (laughs) And he was talking with the angels and said, God, why didn't God's angels or anyone come out and try to help me? And the angel just scoffed and said, I sent you a speedboat. I sent you a bigger boat. Heck, I even sent you a helicopter and you didn't even want to accept any of it. And I feel that is how a lot of us act we if we are not being honest with ourselves the signs were there about what we needed it when we needed it but for whatever reason we just think that it's going to come in a a different manner and to be honest with you three years into my revamp of my business and everything that I have going on I definitely can attest that I was waiting for something that never materialized. And I realized that the help was always there only if and when I was ready to receive it. That being said, I'm hoping that you are going to receive what I have to share with you and take it to heart about perhaps there are certain things that in your business or in your personal life needs some tweaking, okay? And with that being said, 
I have three things. We're going to talk about each point line by line and we'll dive in a little bit more in depth. The first thing that I want you to think about is I want you to be clear about your intentions in business. I was having this conversation with a client, prospective client the other day, and he said something very interesting to me. Uh, we were just kind of going over the numbers about the, his unique business and what he wanted to accomplish. And I asked him, with, or is he willing to invest this amount of money given the things that he wants to provide? Because there's things that he needs to clear with a lawyer. There's some confidentiality issues. Just, just stuff that he needs to make sure that it's on the up and up. And when I told him the, the budget amount to make sure that everything's cleared out and legal and it looks and it's it's nothing looks unscrupulous. He was almost shocked. And then I looked at him and I said, you're asking for people to invest this amount of money for your services, but you're not willing to invest this amount of money in yourself so that you can make sure that people are not taken advantage of, you're using fair business practices. And it was at that moment, it just dawned on him that he was expecting people to invest in him, but he did not want to invest in himself. And I use that to explain about what being clear in your intentions. For a lot of us, we think that being in business is just going to be this riskless thing where we get a 5,000 <laughs> uh, return percentage return on investment and we can just work two hours a month and just have a boatload of cash coming in and we barely have to lift a finger or we don't have to give any effort. I think the reason why it shows up is because we've been deceived from these places on Instagram and all these other social media where they people are just smiling on the beach and bragging about all the $10,000 they get per day or whatever amount. And it's very deceptive because they seem as if they're absolutely doing nothing. They're just hanging out. But there's a lot of work that goes into these professional photography photographs they're using. There's a lot of videos. There's a lot of work that goes into the things that they're selling. It's not easy. And when I want you to be clear about your intention business, I want you not to be somberful, somber and think you're going to have to work your fingers to the nub and you have to do 80 hour work weeks and spend all your money and there's no chance you recoup your investment and all. I'm not saying all this stuff. I don't know your business. I know that everybody has different businesses. My audience of people who are listening, some are service professionals, some are product-based business owners. I know you guys are all doing all sorts of stuff, but I knew that I do know this for a fact. If you're thinking that this is just some type of get rich quick scheme thing or that you can literally copy the model of business models that you see actors and actresses or people who are social media personalities do you are fairly mistaken a lot of it takes careful planning and when you're clear about your intentions you have a clear roadmap of where you want to where you are to where you want to go and 
you have resources to support you along the way. I would invite you if you are listening and you're like, Denise, I don't have any roadmap. I'm just winging this step by step. Then, and you are just tired of just feeling and suspense in any moment, I would wouldn't highly encourage you to check out my course, Confidence Cash. And Claire, you'll find that in the show notes below because I want to make sure that if you're doing this and you're alone and you're just feeling stressed, then there's no reason why you have to go through this hell. I don't know any other way to explain it, but it is hell alone. I did it myself and I, I don't want that for you. Okay, number two, let make it about them, your customers, not you. Okay. And I have this divided up into two parts. The first one is about learning about your customers and their needs. And it just shocks me about how little in the beginning of our businesses, we don't spend little to no time understanding our customers. We are so excited to sell stuff to finally strike up on our own and be our own businessman or businesswoman. But for whatever silly reason, we don't think that we should be spending the time researching and really understanding the needs of our customer. And I'm not talking about just joining a bunch of Facebook groups. And I think that we've always heard this played out explanation. Just join a Facebook group and listen to what they're talking about and then come up with a product that's based on what they say. No, no, no. That is one of a comprehensive strategy, market research strategy. You really need to develop a plan on how you're going to learn about these people, the people that you want to sell to. And I can tell you to go look on Amazon or go look on Google Trends. And I did this before because that was what was explained to me. But if I had to impart some wisdom from lessons learned from me to you, it would be, it's not so much to search, but in, to search with intent, searching with the motivation of if my customer is really looking for a solution or they have a need, what would even get them to look for them? Look. What would actually put themselves in the situation where they're even looking in the first place? What is their lifestyle so I can really understand who they are? Again, I think this is folly of our current self-focused social media age where it's all about me, 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 getting the most likes, getting the most recognition, and less about really understanding and developing community. I said, I'm not trying to throw water on the idea of of saying no you can't look at Facebook groups but Facebook groups are a little bit I wouldn't call it deceiving but it's a distorted view of your marketplace because you're joining a group of people who are intently focused on that particular thing so of course they have a higher interest and of course they love the product or service or whatever that group is intended about but that's not the general public we are distracted we have a myriad of other things that interest us for example i'm a wife i'm a mother i'm a business owner i love certain things around cleaning and cooking i love looking at cooking shows as an example if you're trying to market to me by just looking on what Facebook group that just says working moms, business owners, you're going to be really lost because I have a lot of things that 
interests me and I don't have a strong focus on one particular thing or the other. It just changes because I'm human. That's why you have to have a really good plan about how you're researching and why you're researching certain things. And that, that's something that once you're coming from that angle of, wow, I really care about these people and I really want to understand their, their buying customer journey from a, a caring and concern framework of mine, then you can be able to market them in a customized way that really comes from the heart. At least that has been my experience. And the second part about making it about your customers is not, and not about them is charging the worth. What I'm saying is charging appropriately for your services. And let me explain what I'm talking about. I was, this was about three, four months ago. I, for whatever reason, I was on a website and somebody was promoting this social media personality was selling nail polishes and they were selling this nail polish set for $30. Now, come on now, you can get a wet and wild nail polish for about $2. Okay. What in the world? Is it filled, filled with gold dust or something that would have them a three pack for $30 and made no sense to me. They were very new to the market and they were just relying their name and their name alone. Their name is not worth buying three nail polishes for $30. Now, if it's a superior product, that's something else. But no, no, it wasn't. Charge appropriately for what you're offering to people. I see so many people trying to overcharge because they want to make a buck and they're not really understanding whether or not it's even worth that in the eye of the consumer. Consumers are much more savvy than, heck, even 15 years ago, especially these, these Gen Zers. Oh my gosh. They know how to research with just a few clicks and a internet search browser, they can probably tell you the cure for cancer if they wanted to. <laughs> Maybe I'm exaggerating, but you get what I'm trying to say. People are more savvy. They're informed. Do not try to pull a wool the wool over people's eyes and try to overprice and overcharge for goods and services when you know that they can research and know about other options, okay? Now, let's pivot and talk about copywriting. Okay, if you want deeper dive of copywriting and, and what to say and what not to say, I, again, urge you to check out my co course, Confidence Class and Clarity, because I do have a section about copywriting basics. Copywriting, for those of you who don't know it, it's basically sales writing, how to write in a clear and a persuasive manner in order to sell goods or services and or services. And of course, you see them all the time in magazines, you can go on websites, there's tons of copywriting. But you know what I've not seen is I've not seen a lot of people doing number one, no hype, envy or high pressure. I see this all the time, especially with service-based businesses where they say, if you don't buy this now, you're going to lose out forever, ever, ever, ever. Or this other thing like if you sign up five of your friends and then your two of your friends get it only if they 
sign up by X amount of date or all this other gimmicky high pressure stuff or promising the sun and the moon and the stars only for $9.99. I don't like that. If you ever go on my website, denisegelee.com, and you look around, you'll notice there's no hype, there's no gimmick, there's no high pressure because I didn't want to attract people who run on fear and greed. I'll repeat that again. I did not want hype, envy, or high pressure because I don't want to attract people who are running on fear and greed. And if you're running on that kind of energy, there's a high chance that you're going to have buyer's regret. You're not going to be a repeat customer. And most likely, you're not going to be a success in business because your foundation is literally built on quicksand. And you're going to literally stumble and fumble in a mess of fears and insecurities. And I don't want that for you. Okay. Whenever possible, number two, what I want to share with you as part of having good copy is clear, clean, and consistent language. Meaning that what you write on your lead magnet, the kind of language that you write, meaning the words that you use is mirroring or matching what is on your website or, or if what you say on your podcast, like like my podcast, is how I talk and how I write on my website. I'm very clear and I'm very consistent across the board because I want to make sure that when I'm talking with people, they feel comfortable, relaxed because it's there's no cloak and dagger. There's no deception. There's no me pretending to be someone that I'm not. I'm consistent across the board. I want, and people are paying attention to that. People know when people are being consistent and honest and straightforward. I want you to have that environment where you create with people so they know they can trust you. They know that you are the same person, no matter if it's online or offline, on a podcast, on guesting, blog posting, or whatever. You are the same person. I think for a lot of us, we feel as if we have to show this more sexier, funner, edgier part of ourselves because we don't feel as if the normal part of us is going to be accepted. And I want to let you know that who you are, how you're about, if you're introverted like me or you're wildly extroverted or who, whatever you are, if you're being the best version of yourself and you're selling something that you know someone's going to benefit from, you are going to win. But there are some things on what you can and cannot say that could get you potentially in problems with social media marketing and all that stuff. And again, I explained that in my course, Confidence, Cash, and Clarity. Well, let's go over everything that I've talked about. Number one, I want you to be clear about your intentions about business. Have a plan about what you're doing, why you're in business in the first place. And please not make it not just be about making a whole bunch of money, okay? Or making your cousin feel jealous or whatever it is. It's about service and it's about helping. It's providing a need for the market. Number two, again, make it about your customers, not about you. And what that involves is you doing a deeper dive on researching and understanding about why they would have the need and how you can solve it and making sure that you're charging appropriately for what they need. 
And lastly, number three is that you have good copy, meaning that there's no hype, envy, or pressure. You're not wanting to attract people who are running on envy, fear, or greed. And lastly, that your copy is consistent, meaning that how you speak is how you write and everything is honest and transparent. Well, that is it. Was there something that I said was like, oh, I didn't know that, Denise. Well, let me know. Send me a message at hello and denisechili.com. Love to talk with you. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for your time. Take care and be awesome.